Hello, and welcome to Rather Good Chat. This is episode five, and it is all about colour. I'm Joel. I'm Dave. Hooray! Hello, Dave. Hello, Joel. How does this lovely morning find you? How does it find me? It finds mm. me deeply sinister. Deeply, oh. deeply sinister today. Sinister, wow. Yeah. Do you mean um, left-handed? Oh, it does mean left-handed, doesn't it, sinister? Mm, That's it does, a fact. Yeah. Yeah, linguistics facts. Bang, straight in with a linguistics fact. Dexter and sinister. Yeah, yeah. but um, I am not actually left-handed, so I suppose that was probably a bad choice of word, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Terrible. Yeah. How about you? How are you today? Dexter. Dexter. <laughs> Dextros. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm absolutely filled with dextros. Oh, right. Why, why are you um, full of dextros today? It's going to be quite hard for me to explain since I'm not entirely sure what dextrose is. Right. You know, on a boat, mm. yeah, it has a hull and a deck. Right. Yeah. Before you continue, is this yeah. a true fact or some old nonsense? All of my facts are true facts, as you know. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when you make the um, a foot boat and it's kind of toes that fall the deck, form the deck, that's deck toes, dex toes. Dextos. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the r is just a, you know, that's just a linguistic thing. Like, um, Just a funny little quirk, isn't it? It's just a quirk of the language. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because the, the Romans used to make all of their triremes um, with decks made of the toes that they'd got from uh, slaves who had revolted, revolting slaves. The biremes, right. biremes had decks made of ankles. Right. What about the monotremes? <laughs> monotremes. Did you know monotremes are the only galleon, the only oar and sail-driven galleon to lay eggs? <laughs> That's true, yes. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. These strange spherical eggs. Amazing. Yeah. They only make them in Australia, don't they? They do. They do. The um, Only the Australian Roman Empire had monotremes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not a well-known fact that the Roman Empire extended to Australia. It's not. And then split, you know, they had the Eastern Roman Empire, the Western Roman Empire, and the yeah. Australian Roman Empire. And interestingly, you can tell them in the archaeological record, because in the West they used triremes, in the East they used biremes, and in Australia they used monotremes. Yeah, yeah. And that's depicted on that all the a... plates and vases. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, there aren't many of them, though, are there? Vases or plates? I've got several. I've got like several in my cupboard right now. Plates, How many plates is. do you have? How many plates do you have? You um, fancy plate owning? Fancy plate user. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unlike most people who just scoff their food directly out of the mud, I, um, I do use plates and I have probably approaching 20 plates. Oh, wow. I, I just use chipped hubcaps that I found by the side of the road. Do you know what? I've got plates in more than one size. That's how fancy I am. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I truly am one of the uh, un unaccountable elite. And that's how you know. Yeah. We, we have an um, uh, entirely mismatched collection of random plates and bowls. It's a source of constant, well, not constant, a source of occasional mild frustration to me. <laughs> constant fury. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> really hard to get anything done. Every time, every time you've got to like plate up for more than two people, we have an issue that yeah. nothing matches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that time you had to officiate a wedding, and you just spent the uh, the whole ceremony screaming in rage, bellowing about your mismatched bowls. It really damaged the. Uh, it wasn't just the ceremony, the I mean, I was there. I was there for a long time, even after everyone had sort of like wandered off. Still yeah. there, screaming. long after everyone had left in disgust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bride had run away in tears, and <laughs> <laughs> as the uh, the best man was kind of slapping you around the face, you just carried on, <laughs> carried on ranting about carried your mismatched bowls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful thing to watch. What a beautiful weekend that was! Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I think it, what set you off was the font, wasn't it? Didn't didn't match your um cereal bowl yeah yeah i'm very sorry about your wedding by the way i've never really apologized <laughs> have i it's okay dave it was worth it you know 
Uh, we lost it we was. lost something in the beauty of the uh, of the sacred <laughs> vows, but you know we gained a lot in um, enjoyment uh, at the uh, at the display at the hours long rant, yeah. Mm. And we learned a lot about crockery. Yes. I'd say well, that's... not much. I mean, I don't know much about crockery. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was just three about... points repeated. Learned a lot about the specific ways in which your crockery doesn't match. <laughs> <laughs> All learning is valuable. It is. I it's think. true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I learned that you've got several plates which are identical except for micrometer scale variations in circumference, <laughs> <laughs> which you were absolutely furious about. Exactly. Yeah, I spend I spend a couple of hours every weekend um, with sandpaper trying to match them all up perfectly, but it's I mean, so hard. Yeah, I did notice that the um, the manufactory where those plates were were created did explode a while ago with the loss of several lives. Did, 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 I take it that's a coincidence, right? Well, it caught fire first, then yeah. it exploded, and then it was buried under a million <laughs> tons of gravel. Um, but and that... then that was scooped up and thrown in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Just a series of unrelated, um, series of unrelated accidents. accidents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and and your cups. How are your cups? Fine, good. The cups good. are all yeah. good. Yeah. Do you have a favourite mug? I have a favourite mug, and I'm vaguely aware it's a pathetic thing to have a favourite thing of. Oh, but I do dude. have a preferred favourite mug. You've opened Pandora's mug cupboard here with that question. Um, oh. Yeah, because I I do I have several favourite mugs, and it depends entirely on the situation. Um, but the most the most important mug is my Fry Yay mug, and um, uh-huh. the Fry Yay mug cannot be used on any other day, or something terrible will happen. Um, and on Friday, you are not a suspicious man, Joel. No, this is science. And right. um, this is not suspicion. This is not, you know, he. I don't know what the word is. What's the word? I was going to say jiggery pokery or hoodoo voodoo, but neither of those things are right, are they? This isn't. Um, Did I say suspicious or superstitious? Because I yeah. meant to say superstitious. I think you meant. I think you said superstitious. Anyway, okay, right, but no, yeah, I'm not yeah. a superstitious man. I, I I mock mercilessly anyone who believes any silly superstitions. But this is science. And so right. on, on a Friday morning, it's very important that either my... I tend to have a cup of tea and then a cup of coffee. And um, it's very important that, you know, at least one of my morning hot beverages is in the Frye cup on a Friday. Um, right. Yeah. And then there's various other ones which I like. I've got a Red Arrows cup, which I really like. And uh, oh, a couple nice. of dog and cat related and chicken related cups, all of which can be my favourite at any given moment. But the one that's most important is obviously the uh, the Friday cup. It's funny right. because it's it doesn't say Friday; it says Friday, and Friday obviously is the day when you wake up, realise it's Friday, and even if you don't externalise it internally, you kind of go, "Yay," because it's Friday, right? So that's that's yeah. why it's fun. Yeah. Do you need another six for the other days? You could have no fun, no fun day. For Monday, I did, that slightly breaks the format. Fry yay, mm. so it would be mun mun boo. Mm. Tuhm. I mean, if you're <laughs> if you're absolutely set on the format, you do have to come up with seven different puns on the word yay, or day. It's day. day that's I the mean, important day, thing. It is day. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's. I don't it's think it's that possible. Many. That's probably mm. why only fry yay exists. <laughs> I suspect that. Um, the intense workshopping that went on at the uh, Novelty Mug Corporation. Well, I think it's what Oppenheimer went on to after the Manhattan Project, isn't it? Trying to develop mugs for the other days of the week. But even he and his multi-billion dollar team were unable to develop mugs for any day other than Friday. Friday. Right, yes, yeah, yeah. I imagine you know quite a lot about Oppenheimer. Sounds like the kind of figure you would know a lot about. I know some about Oppenheimer. I haven't watched the uh, the film which was recently released that everybody loves, and I must watch at some point. But um, yeah, I know some things about him. What do you how know about? How tall was he? How tall was he? Yeah, he was unnaturally tall. He was uh, nearly three meters tall. 
what was his favorite color oh well that's a useful segue isn't it yeah yeah his favorite color was a kind of glowing green like you get from uraniums oh i thought it would have been a sort of um searing blinding white (laughs) (laughs) my favorite color is blinding white it's a color you can only perceive once yes yeah Yeah. that's the true beauty of it yeah 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 after that everything is blackness but um Mm. But it's very bright for that brief second before your retinas are scorched to ashes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you say what you like about nuclear explosions. They're very bright. What do you like to say about nuclear explosions? Uh, I am in favour of them. No, that, <laughs> oh, that doesn't no, sound right, I'm, does it? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm opposed. Oh. Well, does that's that make shame, us enemies? It? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, Nuclear yeah. enemies. Yeah. I can't. I was going to say, should we have a debate? But I can't be bothered to debate you about whether nuclear explosions are good or bad because I can't see there being very much in that. Really, you know, like there isn't really. I mean, I don't think there's really much to discuss, is there, about nuclear explosions? I don't think so. They're pretty mundane, aren't they? Yes, yeah, you know, it's like. I mean, like, I was going to say. I mean, it would be as as tedious as discussing mugs. <laughs> no, mugs are. Uh... Mugs and assorted mismatch crockery are uh, one of the most important things in my life. Mm. You know, I was just yeah. trying to think of something like it would be as boring as, but actually, basically everything is more interesting than nuclear explosions. Right? <laughs> and so it's like discussing beetles, but beetles are great. Beatles I don't mean the beetles, yeah. the trivial pop group who never did any good songs, but I, I meant actual beetles. How do you feel about speaking of the um the trivial barely remembered pop group the Beatles? Um, <laughs> how... I'm gonna get so much hate for that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I want to say I like the Beatles. I, I do like the Beatles. Some... Yeah, obviously Fantastic they were songs. great. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, one thing that bothers me about the Beatles is I don't know why this bothers me because I I love a terrible pun. Oh, the but name. I did love their terrible puns. The Beatles. Beat. Beatles. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just... Plus, they called their record company Apple Core. Right. Yeah, they did, didn't they? They just had a love of terrible puns, which I think goes underappreciated by fans yeah. of the Beatles. Yeah. I think um, a lot of people don't really understand the Beatles name, right? Because they think that Beatles are spelt that way. But it's Beat. B-E-A-T. And, mm. and it's a pun because most of their songs are about hitting beetles with different <laughs> objects. And that's, yeah, that's, that's true. That's why it's funny. But people don't realise, do they? They, they don't realise that those jokes are in there. That's right, yeah. 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 In fact, a lot of people don't even realise that most of the songs are about hitting beetles with different objects. Cause, well, I mean, you know, if you listen to the cryptic, lyrics, it's quite it's clear. Cryptic. Like, we all live in a yellow submarine, smashing up beetles, <laughs> smashing them right up. That's how it goes. <laughs> Eleanor Rigby hitting a beetle with all of the things she can reach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'd yeah. like to be under the sea, <laughs> smashing up some beetles with a spoon. <laughs> that one's a classic, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm not going to go through the entire. This is that thing we were talking about where you get stuck on puns, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Not, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be diminishing returns if we slowly make our way through every Beatles song we can think of. Yeah, um, I fully expect in about 45 minutes time, one of us to suddenly blurt out pun we thought of about <laughs> the Beatles smashing Beatles. Probably. It, it is a black hole. I think we've, you know, we've, we've, we've um, demonstrated that particular bit of Beatles yeah. musical knowledge. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about colours today rather than beetle whacking, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. Beetle whacking's a good word. That should mean something. It does. It means whacking beetles. Um, it does, yeah. Like yeah. bush whacking, but instead of the countryside, it's beetles. Yeah. yeah. What? Um, what's your favourite colour of beetle? Do you see what I did there? Oh, okay, yes. I very much like the beetles that are... a a very shiny iridescent blue. I knew you were going to say iridescent mm. in my mental bingo card. I was like, yeah. Dave's going to say iridescent. Dave's going to say, gonna say iridescent. It. Yeah, <laughs> iridescent, there it was. But it, the reason I knew you were going to say it is because it's true. Um, unlike nuclear explosions, which some people could think are good and some people could think are bad, I don't think there's any ambiguity about whether iridescent beetles are good or bad, right? No, no, no. 
Iridescent Beetles are awesome. Would you, do, do you, um, I'm sure you know this, Dave, but I think the compounding awesomeness of the Iridescent Beetles is the way in which those colours are generated. Oh, do you know this? know this? No. no, because it's not a pigment. It's, <gasps> um, yeah, no, it's, um, and it's the same with iridescent butterflies. The, the scales, the, the texture, the micro level texture is uh, such that it diffracts and, you know, scatters light in a way that makes it look iridescent. So it's not a pigment, it's a physical feature. Ooh. Isn't that good? Because good. like when you think about it, obviously a pigment isn't going to look iridescent. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So there you go. What could, we, what could we do to um, adjust our own skins in order to have the same effect? A rotary sander. I've got one. <laughs> right. I'll come around right. and sand you right up if you like. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. I was Actually, feeling I used... like my, my, my skin's a little bit too thick anyway. I could do a little bit of abrasion. Thinning it, thinning it out. I mean, you are mm. covered... I mean, if you're not regularly abraded with a file or some kind of mechanical sander, you do quite rapidly just seize up with all the horny calluses that grow out of you, don't you? Yeah. Become yeah. like I sort a brown of, I, knobbly statue. Well, I, I look a bit like um, the thing from Fantastic Four. That's kind of how I look. For a while, until it kind of grows out and you look like geology rather than a person. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it does, yeah. It's all right. I'll come around and abrade you, and um, and you'll be fine. Excellent. Great. Yeah, and you'll be iridescent in the process if I use the right grade of sandpaper. Iridescence grade. <laughs> Does that? <laughs> oh, I didn't know there was a particular grade. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, what's your favourite colour that's caused by pigments rather than physical features? Uh, I I tend to. I don't know. I never really intended to. I I own a disproportionate amount of clothing that's a sort of burgundy red kind of color burgundy red that's quite so that's a specific kind of, that red that isn't seems it? to be my favorite color i think mm, I right. find it quite pleasing it is my favorite color was always red um mm. and when people asked me what my favorite color was i used to joke except it's not a joke the color of blood and fire um, right not a joke no not, not a joke clear. you say it as I'm if it's a joke joking. so but um, actually, it's not. It's not a joke because blood and fire are both two of my favourite things. Um, mm. I contain quite a lot of blood, which I've collected. I keep it internally. Disappointing um, lack of fire, though. Yeah, no, internally. I keep the fire external. Yeah, mm. I've noticed that you tend to cook a bit if you try and and put the fire on the inside, as I've discovered when I've given people that gift of internal fire. Um, I mean, there are there are fire eaters, right? That's a thing. They are, but do they actually eat it? What would you poo I, I, if you if you well, ate fire? I suspect I suspect the fire is extinguished during the process. Well, normally, they're, they're cheating, it? then, aren't they? It's a misnomer. Mm. Yeah, they're not eating it at all in that situation. These people should be punished for their evil ways. They should. Anyway, yeah. They should by mm. having fire put on their insides. Um, yes, yeah. that would be the perfect ironic punishment. It would, but um. An ironic punishment, presumably, would be if you were to iron someone's eyes. I iron, ironic, ironic, iron. You know what I mean? I, I mean, eighty percent. Yes, yes. I know or would that mean. be I ironic? Is ironic I... just being ironed? Ironic. Yeah, it would be. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> if somebody called Ron prodded your eyes. And then nicked them. I I won't nick. No, I, I think it's getting no, too this tenuous is, this, now. This isn't working at all, is it? No, it's not. No. No. It's foolhardy. Um, but I feel like my favourite colour maybe isn't red anymore. Ooh. I'm, I'm, re I'm really, these days, as I've mellowed with age, mm. I kind of feel like I really like kind of lilac-y colours now. Oh, you know? wow. I'm a big, big Gosh. fan of your kind of lilac-y colours. Yeah. Lilac. Lilac. It's not, it's not the most dramatic of colours, is it? It's not, but that's kind of why I like it. I like its understated simplicity and beauty. Like me, <laughs> wow. I'm understated, yes. simple and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
those are those are key defining factors. If you were at, asked at least, to describe me in three words, Dave, what what three you, words would you use? I would definitely use um, alarming, <laughs> um, sweaty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, frustrating. I think ah. would be the. Oh, three well, I'd this hasn't for. this hasn't worked at all. This bit hasn't worked because I was fully expecting you to say understated, simple, and beautiful. Oh, I uh, see. No, that does make sense now. I look, I look back at the conversation. Yeah, but it does you seem don't, like you were leading me towards that. Yeah, but you don't feel like that's that's a good description of me. No. Yeah. Oh well. Never mind. No, I do not. No. No if one's was... ever ever accused you of being understated. <laughs> no, they haven't. Have you? I'm stated as a rule. You're very firmly <laughs> stated. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to use three words to describe you, Dave. Okay, yeah. It would be baffling torso and then a kind of guttural scream. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would make sense too, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I was going to use three more words to describe you, I think they would be dear God and no. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, it, we're discussing colour, aren't we? But when it comes to your torso color doesn't really apply it's a concept that doesn't really apply isn't it yeah the more you try to concentrate on exactly what color it is the more your mind just sort of crumbles away at the edges yeah because it's like it's like you can see that there's something there but it's not really there in any way that relates to our universe or lived experience right it's just there in some kind of just horribly distorted and and well mind shattering way, in order to perceive you know? color light has to be able to, to bounce off something and have its wavelength altered in the process yeah. and my torso that's not how it works at all like light doesn't just bounce off it no no one quite understands what happens at that stage no no i don't think anyone's managed to use words to describe it have they or even equations no it's just a kind of screaming noise, really. <laughs> yes. Which yeah. does get it across quite well. Actually, it's quite descriptive, isn't it? A yeah. Good, a good blood-curdling scream. How, I, I mean, has your blood ever curdled? Or are you aware of anyone's blood having ever curdled due to screaming? No. I no, mean, that is a strange phrase, isn't it, when you think about it? It is. I mean, I'm, I'm not, you know, I suspect it's possible to curdle some blood. Probably they're referring to it clotting. But I would have thought that, say you've got a bowl of blood, right, and you wanted to curdle it, I suspect that just standing there screaming at it is is not the effective way of doing it. No. Unless you're screaming so loudly that it vibrated, because probably... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. that's probably it, isn't it? Yeah. At just exactly the right resonant frequency. So there's a specific frequency of scream which will resonate the blood and solidify mm. it, you think, clot it. I reckon it's probably different for every type of blood, isn't it? Well, wow. I mean, that's interesting, isn't it? Because if that is a thing, and I suppose it must be, or people wouldn't use the phrase "blood curdling scream," yeah. then if you can scream at the exact right frequency, anybody who can hear it—I mean, it's quite a weapon, right? They're just going to curdle. That would be an amazing superpower, wouldn't it? They'll just solidify straight up. They'll turn into black pudding, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what Medusa did. Maybe she wasn't turning people to stone. Maybe that's she was... one of those things that's kind of got slightly distorted by the, you know, the, the kind of oral storytelling tradition of history rather than So it wasn't modern... just a look. It was a look accompanied by a very carefully modulated scream. Yeah, and people didn't turn to stone. They turned to black pudding. Right. They just stopped. How would a shiny mirror save you from that? Or are you just saying the entire myth is just garbled? I'm just trying to work out how the mirror could work because it's not immediately obvious, is it? It could be a large parabola. It probably was a sound mirror. Mm. Probably it was a sound mirror. I expect that um, the uh, if you went up against her and you wanted to win, who was it? Was it who was it? Perseus? Who was it who went up against Medusa? Uh, I think it's Perseus. Yes, Perseus. Yep. Percy, he um, 
He almost certainly had noise cancelling headphones. <laughs> he must have. He yeah. must. Have. And so and so must she, presumably. Oh, oh no, she actually, must have. Mm. No, well, she's not human, is she? So she probably has a different resonating frequency of her blood. Right. She's got yeah. an odd mixture of human and snake blood. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's right. So, yeah, and a sound mirror, and that's it. That's all you need, really, right? Oh, hang on. No. No, it's not right, because if she's immune to her own screaming, the sound mirror is not going to work. Um, mm, it must have you're been... Right. You're I, right. I tell you what I bet it was. I bet he'd worked out what the correct frequency was for a snake-human hybrid, presumably having worked it out in the lab back in Greece mm. by mixing people blood and snake blood or making snake-human hybrids and and screaming at them until they turn into black pudding. And then he's taken a pitch shifter with him and he's right. recording in real time, doing like recording of the So he's got a laptop the screen. as well, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's going through a pitch shifter and then out through a speaker. That's probably it, yeah. That's how he did it. But in the, you know, because they didn't have history like we have, right? History wasn't seen as... Like here is a sequence of properly sourced. Well, it's just it's because there was just a lot less of it, right? <laughs> yes, right. There was a lot less, but it was told as stories and passed down in an oral tradition. So obviously, you know, it was it was never meant really to be. Here is history in the way it is now. It was good stories that told you the gist, and obviously, as none of that technology existed at the time, they kind of just told it in terms that people would understand, <laughs> so they wouldn't get confused. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what's happened there. And it's kind of got changed to stone and, and mirrors because black pudding hadn't been invented until the um, Victorian times, I think. Is that true? Yes. Good. Yes. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. So huh. anyway, colours, yeah. Colours, yes. Do you have any interesting colour facts? Well, I do think... I think my favourite thing about colour isn't really a fact so much as an observation that I don't really understand, and I'm not sure anyone else does. I mean, maybe someone does, but I don't really understand how wave-particle duality works. Uh. Um, like, so you know how colours are just different wavelengths of light? Yes. But yeah. also... But photons are particles. And, and also... Different colours are different energy states of photons. Yes. And it's both of those things and at the same time, and they're both different things. And I don't, and they, you know, they're demonstrably light is both waves and particles, as the slit experiment shows. Mm. Um, so I don't get it. I don't really understand, Dave. Would you like me to explain it to you? Yes, please. Uh, well, tough. <laughs> This is this is knowledge that you've decided to keep to yourself. <laughs> yes, I'm afraid there's only six of us in the world that understand wave-particle duology, um, right. duality. Um, Just zoology, wave-particle zoology. zoology. Wave, yes, <laughs> no, that's, that's part of the secret, shush. <laughs> oh, right, it's iridescent beetles, that's what it yes, is. Yes, it is, yeah, yeah. We're all sworn to secrecy. Yeah. Um, right, under pain okay. Of, under pain of instant death. If I was able to find you a set of genuinely identical dishes, would you tell me? <laughs> I mean, atomically identical. Oh wow! I mean, it is a difficult thing to do, isn't it? Mm. I mean, yeah, I want the I want the electron clouds to to match up perfectly. Ah, oh, because I was just thinking I can do the the atomically identical thing, and the way to do that, I think, is I just get I just count out my plate atoms in advance, right. so I know I've got exactly the same number of atoms in each one. And then stick them together in a circle, and you've got you've got identical plates. But if the electron cloud has to be the same, I don't really know how you do that bit. What are plates? Platium, plate, platum. Oh, uh, they're plate. they're made of um, platelets. Platelets. Yes, of course they are, and they that which is from blood, right? That's how Ooh, all yes. of this yeah. links together. Which <laughs> is yes. red, clever, right? Which, which oh, is a color. Wow. Yeah, which is why all crockery is red. That's true. Yeah. That's a true science fact. It is. You can paint it different colours. Um, but it doesn't last long. It always sort of... It'll always re revert to red. And eventually, mm. they will always just kind of collapse into a pool of blood. Just like, just like everything. 
just like everything does. Yeah. What's your favourite colour fact, Dave? Um, I like that Homer apparently didn't have a word for blue. Oh, this is a great fact. I'm going to talk about this when you're done, but I'm by okay. Way. Yeah. So, um, so Homer famously never refers to anything as blue. There is a we, Greek word that that sort of now means blue, but back then I think it meant something different. Um, this is dark. this is I think it just the, meant dark. This but is like, the, sorry, just to, just to clarify, this is the the actual ancient Greek Homer, not not, Homer the, Simpson, not the which I'm sure comedy cartoon. Yeah, Yellow yeah. Man. No, actual Homer. Um, yeah, Homer. Homer of ancient Greek fame. Um, yes, so there's a famous phrase he used to describe the sea, which is wine dark, the wine dark mm. sea. Um, yeah, but nothing else he describes in the natural world is described as being blue. Um, and this seems very odd, and there's been lots of like theories about it over the years, and some of them have been discredited. Um, like, it's not, it's not that the ancient Greeks couldn't see blue. Right. That's, that's it's silly. not that there were that blue hadn't been invented yet. Yes, it's none of so that. So the sky just, was was red at that time. But this this basically comes down to um, I think I could be wrong. I haven't really googled this, but um, we're not allowed to Google the, anything. That's the we're rules. not. No, no, no. That's the rules. Uh, it's just the 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 color spectrum or the color wheel. Right. How we divide that up into named colors is very arbitrary. Right. Yeah. And it's different in different cultures and different languages. Like for example. Um, uh, in Russian, I think in Russian, light blue and dark blue are two separate colors. Right? Oh, I didn't know They've that. Arbitrarily, good, isn't it? put a line between colors somewhere in the middle of what we would just call blue, and there's nice. no reason why that's any any uh, more or less valid than 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 our system of just having blue as a color on its own, right? Yeah. And then you get into things like turquoise and cyan and green, and like where exactly where you put the line there is very arbitrary. But it's um, happened to us as well. Like orange, the color orange didn't really exist in European languages. Uh, until about 500 years ago, I think. Um, before then, it was just referred to as sort of reddish-yellow, right? Mm. It was just a bit, you know, when red gets a bit yellowish, that's that's what it is. And uh, my, my favourite colour fact is that the colour orange is named after the fruit, not the other way around. That is a good fact. Yeah. So, I, um, unfortunately, I can't remember all the details, uh, but I do remember reading some time ago about that there has been anthropological research into whether coming from a different linguistic tradition with a different set of words for colour affects literally the way that you see the world. Right, and, right. Um, and from memory, I think the, the answer was yes, like it does actually have an effect on what you can see. Um, yeah, because you're not yeah. kind of trained to perceive differences between certain things. But uh, I can't remember any of the details, so I'm just going to leave it there. As a as a probably fact, which is definitely so if you, the case. If you raised a child in isolation uh, yeah. and only told them the colours of the words for, say, pink and mauve, yeah, that was it. Then would they would they theoretically develop to not really be able to tell the difference between colours that aren't those? Is that what you're saying? I can't remember exactly how specific it is, but it, it, there's definitely like an inability to tell the difference between shades that we could differentiate because they have different names in certain cultures where there are whole swathes of colour that don't have specific names for them. Well, presumably there must be cultures that have more names for different bits of the, the colour. Or just different that... bits, yeah, just a different selection. And a, yeah, And thus are better able to distinguish between those colours. There's, it goes deeper than that as well. There are, there's a society, I think, somewhere in the Amazon where the numbering system just stops after a while, and then you've just got a word for lots. Okay. Um, I think right. it stops after like twenty or something, and then there's lots, and uh, that, like, fundamentally changes the way that people perceive quantities of things. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, there you go. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. It is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Speaking of linguistics, my other, um, this is on a tangent, but orange is, is a, a word that um, it's mutated over time because of the way we pronounce in English words. So right. it used to be, it used to be norange with an N. Really? But yeah. that's the word for something that isn't orange or the word for not having any, for not <laughs> well, having any oranges. In lots have of you got any oranges? Norange. I have noranges. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, well, in lots of European languages, orange oh, still starts naranja. with an N, like n naranja and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. But there's other words like this. I think apron as well is another one. It used to be napron. Really? But hundreds but of years ago. That's the word saying, for whether you going, when you have an apron. On, I'm going to put on a napron. Oh, that's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's lovely. That's and really on good. Other, and on the other end of the word, there's pea, um, which you might know this, but pea, the, the little vegetable, the pea. Yes. Um, it used to be called peas as a singular. You'd have a really? peas and multiple would be called peasen. Really? Yeah. I didn't know but that. Because, that's brilliant. Because not many singular um, English uh, nouns end in an S. Because it sounds like a plural, it just got basically over time that became the plural. Oh, that's good, isn't and it, it? And it was like reverse modified so that singular became p. Oh, that's really interesting, isn't it? It's like mm. data has become a singular, hasn't it? Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Data being plural of datum, I should say, in case anybody but, doesn't know that. But yeah. almost no one uses datum anymore. No, they don't, do they? I, it still slightly irritates me, but then that's because I'm a terrible person. Mm. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I I try not to get um I try really hard not to get pedantic about word usage because mm. language mutates over time. That's just how it works. It's fine. Yes. I used to be quite pedantic. I used to be like, very pedantic like you. About... You mutate over time, don't you? I do. Yes, yes. Which is why and we have to regularly abrade you with a mechanical sander. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I I used I used to get very cross about people using literally to mean non literally, but I've had a complete um hundred eighty degree. Reversal on that. You like, literally. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Reversed your position. I have. Yes, I'm now totally yeah. fine with using literally as an intensifier. I can bore you yeah. for ten minutes on exactly why that's fine, but I won't because it's very boring. But the one that I still bothers me and I still can't quite get out of my head is people saying a myriad of things. Okay. Be, Instead of myriad be, things. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's interesting. That one doesn't particularly bother me. I know. I don't um, know why it bothers me so much, but it still does. Yeah. I hate people using momentarily to mean I'll be with you in a moment. Oh, really? No, I'm fine I with really that hate that. Yeah, no, it really gets on my nerves. Uh. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, colours. I, mean, I think we're colors. doing a good job of discussing colours, aren't we? Oh, yeah. as ever, we are brilliant at sticking to the subject and exploring through yeah, depth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good, isn't it? What colour... Um, I was going to say, what colour do you think a black hole is? But I've just realised that's not a very good question, is it? Because, you know, they don't... You, you, actually, I mean, you've got colour in the, the, the ring around the black hole, haven't you? But the, the hole itself is, by definition, the blackest thing. That they can be. I was trying to describe why black holes are black to my daughter the other day, you see, which is why that popped right. into my head. And like it's, it's about, as black yeah, it's as about, it could possibly be, right? That's, it's about the light that's reflected off it. And obviously, a black hole, no light is reflected off it. No light could possibly escape from it ever. So it's yeah. a, it's a total yeah. absence of light. The blackest the blackest thing there could possibly be. There's, um, a, uh, a 100% there's, there's absence of light. There's an ongoing thing of people inventing blacker blacks. You know this? There is. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, like paint that's the blackest black. Yes. And apparently there was some kind of controversy a few years ago where someone invented an incredibly black black. Yep. Which I mean, I, I assume a um a substance that reflects the smallest amount of light. It yeah, it absorbs nearly all the light. Yeah, yeah, but they then patented it, and you can only use it if you pay them a license. I think isn't it? Anish Kapoor is the only person allowed to use Vanta Black. Is that what it is? That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think so. It might be. But then now, now there's an even blacker black, and there is they specifically yeah. banned Anish Kapoor from using that. Black. I know. Yes, that's hilarious, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Everyone in the world is allowed to use it apart from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is great. You know, that is as it should be. I saw a YouTube video of someone who, do you know Hitchhiker's Guide? Uh, you know, there's yeah. a spaceship in it yes. um, that's very black. Yes. Uh, it's, it's like a, a rock band uh, in space and they've got a very black spaceship. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw a video of someone who'd, who'd managed to buy some of this incredibly black paint and then 3D printed a replica of the ship from the TV show. And okay. And it that black. <clears throat> just to, to have an object, to have the blackest black little tiny spaceship they possibly could. Excellent. I thought that was an utterly pointless, but also a very charming thing to do. It is. It's a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So here's the thing, right? While we're talking about colours. Um, mm. So do you remember there was a picture of a black hole that was recently taken? I mean, it wasn't all that recent now, but it was the first directly imaged picture of a black hole. You remember that? Right. Uh, yeah, possibly. And it and there's quite a specific thing, and that it was predicted to look like, and it did look exactly like that, which proves the science 
Um, which That's is the weird, the weird like um, distorted thing where the light from behind is being bent round it so yeah, much you're kind exactly. of seeing the back of it. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And so black hole will always look like, regardless of what angle you look, unlike most things where you look at it from an angle and it looks like the thing from that angle, mm. like another solar system, it's going to be on a plane, right? So you're either looking down on it or you're looking sideways and it looks different. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the black hole, it's always going to have like a line across it and then a halo all around it glowing. And that's because the accretion disk which is all the stuff that's spiraling around it before it goes in, gets incredibly hot and so mm. glows incredibly brightly before it disappears into the black hole. But the gravity is so intense in the black hole that it lenses, this is a supermassive black hole that is, that is accreting matter, um, that it lenses the light from behind it around. And so you're seeing a ring around it, which is actually the ring that you can't see around the back, but the light from it bent around so you can see it. I'm not sure that I'm describing this very well. But it's fascinating, isn't it? Like It's, it's, it's amazing. the kind of thing that needs a diagram, really, isn't it? You kind of need a diagram, so this is the wrong medium for this. Mm. But it is awesome. So the colour of a black hole is incredibly bright, um, like an incredibly bright star, but in a really weird shape, which is a kind of circle with a line across the middle. Mm. And a very black middle. Yes. So there you go. So it does have a colour, even though it doesn't have a colour, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that gets into a philosophical idea of what is colour, right? It's right. The absence, of, the absence of something, right? So a white light hits something and some of its energy is lost. And then, we, and then that photon uh, hits a sensor in our eye and we're seeing, we're seeing a lack of information in some ways, right? Like okay, that, so this the, is the really thing... interesting, isn't it? Because, okay, go on, you finish your thing, because I, I want to talk about this a bit more. Sure, sure. Well, so, it, like, if something's brown, like, yeah. is that thing actually brown? Because what is brownness? Like, in, in a sense, if you can imagine a sense that, that you're, you're, you're not an eye looking at it, just a conceptual sense of it, like, what is that brownness? It's just, it's just the material... Um, affecting the energy level of of a photon hitting it right yeah so what what you're what you're kind of implying here is something which i think is really really lovely which is that color is it doesn't exist right there's no such thing as color mm. uh and that when we look at something and we think oh that is yellow um that doesn't exist it's not a thing what we're doing is that's our brain putting uh an easily interpretable kind of surface on some information about the energy level of photons that are hitting a receptor in your eye. Mm, yes. But it goes deeper than that, doesn't it? Because it's true of everything you perceive. It's true of all reality. Like none of it is real at all. All of it is purely your brain building an understandable kind of illusion to help you navigate this kind of construct of energy states which we exist in in a baffling way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is this getting a bit sort of Plato's cave? Um, kind of if we only have the senses that we're able to use to, in order to make sense of the world. Well, I, yeah, I hadn't really thought about it that way. I mean, you, you can reduce it further to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like it's, yeah, yes, okay. But I feel like it's just like a like a fundamentally interesting observation that, what you perceive, the stuff that's going in your brain, is entirely illusory and doesn't actually tell you anything about the real state of existence, which is all this kind of baffling interplay of quantum states. <laughs> 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 Amongst things that aren't are hardly there at all, you know, like atoms are hardly there. They're almost, in the, you know, they're made, the enormous majority of everything is made of nothing very much. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And hilarious and entertaining. Oh, very much so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Have you ever tried Plato's caving, anyone, to see to see if it works? Um, it's quite a time investment, isn't it? You you famously are a bit short of matching plates as well, so not mm. necessarily the right kind of cave for you. 
Plato being the ancient Greek philosopher who invented the plate. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he invented the platelet and then... Um, oh, right. They, they sort of just naturally coalesced into plates. Right. A platelet being a tiny, tiny Plato, right? <laughs> yes. A very, very tiny Greek philosopher dressed in white rags with a beard. If you were to look mm. at one under a microscope, not yorkoscope, microscope, you'd be able to see, if you looked at your blood, you'd see tiny Greek philosophers in there, yeah? Little platolets. Is that the, um, the smallest particle in a human, is a tiny plato? I don't know, because presumably they've got blood in them, right? Oh, my goodness. How far down does it go? I don't know. I honestly don't know. No one Probably there's, infinite, there's... right? It's the infinite nature of reality. Hmm. Are these are these tiny platos of which there must be billions in every human, right? Yeah. Um, are, are they all making um, startling philosophical discoveries all the time? Well, they were a couple of thousand years ago. Now they're mm. just extraordinarily boring. Talking about <laughs> the same, the same, you know, crappy old ideas all the time. Hey, That's why I told nobody you about listens this, to them anymore. Have I told you about this cave idea I had? Yes. Yes, you have. <laughs> A lot. We told you about this idea I had of, of, of making a kind of rigid disc which you can eat your food from so you don't have to eat it <laughs> from the mud. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, uh, Plato's great pupil, Socrates, who invented the Socratic method. And um, also socks. Yeah, I was going to say, invented socks. Yeah. And that was the end of sandals, because until then, it was just Greeks wearing sandals over their bare feet. But and obviously, Socrates, because... Because it's it's a crime to wear socks and sandals at the same time. They That's why Plato was executed, right? Is Socrates it? had to drink hemlock. Oh. Because of wearing socks and sandals at the same time. That why? Huh. Yeah, yeah. I think they perceived his socks as a threat to the uh to the, the ruling elite. Well that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. If you built your whole civilization on um the Socks. superiority sandals. Of, of sandals, the divine um, superiority of, of shoes that allow your feet to breathe. And someone comes up with an, an completely enclosed foot covering device. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like Galileo and going up against the Catholic Church, isn't it? It's just not the done thing. No, 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 it's right. Did he invent the galleon? Is that right? Uh, he invented the galley. The galley. Yeah. In all its meanings. Right. I just, um, was that, that, as you say, the galleon reminded me of the monotremes. Like, when the Romans began seafaring on their monotremes. Seafaring? Seafaring. I mean, well, you would a, fear the sea if it's, you were it's in a, a wise It's a wise thing to fear, I think, the sea. It's horrible. Yeah, the wine-dark sea. Mm. Um. That's that's how they got to Australia, isn't it? On their monotremes. Yes. So a monotreme is just in case anyone doesn't know is a, is a boat with one row of oars, right? And also venomous spurs and uh, and <laughs> lays eggs. Yes, and webbed, webbed. It's also web, webbed, webbed. Yeah. yeah. The orbs, the orb, the orbs are webbed. The orbs yes. are webbed. Mm. Yes, <laughs> that's right. You okay, I've got, I've got webbed orbs today, sorry. <laughs> my orbs are all webbed up. Yeah, that's what did for the Roman Empire, the, the Australian Roman Empire was. Mm. They are too many webbed orbs, they're orbs, yeah. You've got to keep your orbs clean or you're in real trouble. There's a type of spider called an orb spider, isn't there? Or golden orb. Mm. The golden orbs, that's where all the golden orbs come from. Imagine where we'd be if we didn't have golden orbs. That's why you have these huge farms. Of golden orb spiders just we've to produce all, we, the millions of orbs that we need. Well, we've all got a golden orb, don't we, that we, we venerate and worship in our home. Yeah, I mean, I get through a couple a day. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to eat them, Joel. Really? No. Oh, they're so tasty. Taste of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing no tastes like a spider. Yeah, no one's quite sure how they levitate, are they? You know, they just kind of <laughs> hover around making that. That lovely humming noise, and the closer you get to them, the more screechy it becomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an incredibly bassy humming noise as they they hover <laughs> three feet off the ground, <laughs> vibrating get, incredibly quickly. Yeah, as you get closer, it goes. 
Yeah. That's yeah, when your ears start to bleed, that's when you know you've gone a bit too close. Yeah, and if you actually if you actually touch it, you just burst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want to yeah. move into a different room, you've just got to sort of waft it with a tea towel. That's yeah, yeah, way. you don't want to burst. Yeah. Yeah. But where would we be without all the orbs, eh? I mean, it's proof of a benevolent god that the um, the golden orb spider exists to provide us with orbs. Yeah, what would life be like without all the billions of orbs? Yeah, well, for a start, no one would be given any commands, so no one would know what That's to do. That's true, yeah, yeah. We wouldn't Imagine... know who to burn in the weekly burnings, would we? <laughs> no. Imagine life without the orbs telling you who is the enemy that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's to be the uh, who's to be the victim? <laughs> <laughs> who's to be ceremonially cast on onto the larger orb to burst as we yes. as we all kind of chant ourselves into an ecstatic rapture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then pass out and wake up three hours later back at our homes. Yeah, yeah, but with one more orb. <laughs> 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 and no, nobody knows how or why any of it happens, but it's all just part of <laughs> nature's beautiful rhythm. Well, you, you can't know, can you? Because if you think too hard about it, you burst. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's why all the children have to be taught not to think too hard about the orb ever or touch the yeah, orb yeah. ever. Like, you, like all children, you say, you know, don't stare directly at the sun. Uh, yeah. Don't think about the orbs. Yeah, just obey the orb. That's all you have to do. <laughs> as long if the orb gives you an instruction, follow the instructions of the orb. Well, it's not it's not hard to follow the instructions because not following them is intensely painful, right? It is. It is. Eventually you'll just find yourself obeying them anyway while you mm. uselessly fight to control your own body as it kind of <laughs> robotically goes through the process of throwing today's victim onto the larger orb. Yeah, and, and of course building the spire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 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 strangely Strangely tall, reflective spire that nobody seems to know what it's for, and nobody's allowed inside. Everybody yes. forgets. Yeah. You can you can work on the construction crew inside if you're so instructed, but when you come out, it, you realise that you remember nothing from the moment you enter the structure. Yeah, and you appear to have aged about seventy years. Yeah, yeah, and you're just kind of coated in congealed blood. But you know, <laughs> but, yeah. Very strange, isn't it? Mm. No, I think it's quite normal. No, oh, sorry. I mean, it's be- part of nature's beautiful cycle. That's yes, what I meant, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want you to even consider questioning the orb. No. I mean, that's just absurd. <laughs> no, that, that, would, that would result in, in disaster. I mean, even, even me suggesting the idea of questioning the orb has given me an instant headache. <laughs> If you look around, you'll probably see that quite a lot of the spiders have emerged. Oh, the orb! Oh, the orb's drifted into the room. Oh, sort right, of, okay. <laughs> sort of just in the doorway now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hello, orb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to make it very hard to get another cup of tea. It's right in the way. I love how when I turn on the radio, I get a choice. Sometimes it plays music by the orb. Yes. And um and sometimes it plays Roy Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> or Orbital. Orbital. Sometimes plays Orbital as well, yeah. Yeah. That's it though. Those are the only things it ever plays. I'm trying desperately to think of a fourth. There aren't any others. I don't think there are, no. 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 I mean it plays those songs some of the time, but mostly it's just the uh the humming of the orbs on every station all the time. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes Sometimes you hear the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they play when it's time to... Um... You know when like those hordes of iridescent Beatles descend on the, um, on the spiders mm. and the Beatles are played and everyone goes out and we have to do battle with the, with the Beatles to make sure that the spiders aren't harmed in the ore-blowing facility. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the times that we hear the Beatles to kind of inspire us on the on the Beatle whacking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a beautiful event, isn't it, when it happens? 
um, twice a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I tell you who I do pity though is those um, those poor benighted humans who uh, kind of walk around behind all the Beatles doing their violent bidding as if they don't understand how evil the Beatle army is and how beautiful the spider army is, you know? Yeah, I mean, they, they seem wrong-uns, all of them. I mean, yeah. the way they've all carved a cube onto their foreheads. Yeah. It just it's, it seems a bit wrong to me. You know, it, I, I'll be honest with you, I think it's a kindness when we cast them into the orb. Yeah, I think it is, you know, once you're that far gone. Yeah. Considering geometric shapes other than spheres. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't really have names for any of the other shapes, should they, to be honest? No, not really, no. No, they no. should just call them non-orbs or norbs. Norbs, yeah. Don't fear the sphere, we all say. The sphere is here. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so colours. What colour's your orb? Is that well, it's a kind golden? of golden. Yeah, mine, mine glows golden unless anybody kind of thinks any negative thought about the orb and then it glows a deep red, pulsing right. red. <laughs> of course, yeah. 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 See, I, I, I only ask that because mine is gold, obviously, except when yeah. I look at it and really try and think about it and, and then... Like just on the edges of my brain, it keeps them. That's that's not gold. That isn't oh. gold. That isn't that isn't anything. And then the the nosebleeds and the migraine starts. So right. Yeah. 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 Have you ever noticed how they seem to come from your torso? <laughs> it's hard to not notice. I mean, they emerge yeah. one every few seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that it's impossible to ponder for any length of time. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, any other colour facts for us, Dave? Do we have any colour facts? Hmm. Hmm, that is interesting. Did um, you know, you probably did know this, did you know that rainbows would be circular if they, if they didn't get interrupted by other stuff like the ground? Yes, yeah, like a rainbow, that means the sun is directly behind you if you're looking at a rainbow, right? It's, mm. it's lending through the atmosphere. It's like yes. it's a particular um, angle, isn't it? It's like twenty-two degrees. It's it's the the sunlight reflecting off raindrops that happen to be exactly twenty-two degrees from you, nice angle-wise. Not exactly because there's a range, right? But twenty-two right. degrees is the the middle of the visible bit. Um, Wasn't angle-wise the name of that killer clown, <laughs> the one who did lots of maths? <laughs> yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, had balloons with like. Divide symbols on and stuff with, with hard sums in them. They'd hard burst. sums hard in the balloons sums would go everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he's died of hard sums. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like uh, rainbows, yes, they're they're perfectly round, right? It's just that because of the fact that we are looking at them from on the surface of a planet, uh, so they shouldn't the really half, be called. The bottom half is always below the horizon, right? So they should be called rain circles, rain discs, rain. But I mean, that's that's an interesting thing. It's impossible to see the whole circle of one. Like there I bet is there nowhere. is a way you could perceive one. I bet there's a way of doing it. You'd have to carve out quite a large section of the centre of the Earth, I think. I mean, that sounds doable, doesn't it? Yeah. What, what's what's the middle of the Earth if not just at all? I think it. I think it's an orb. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the the uh, orb. Uh, orb. I believe that's. Well, our planet does have an, an iron core, right? Yes. Which is presumably a huge sphere of iron. Yeah, absolutely. Glowing, golden, glowing sphere. Yeah, this is sounding more and more like a, a credible... A glowing golden orb at the centre of the planet. Hmm. That will one day hatch. What will it hatch into? And what colour will that thing be? Spiders, to? I expect. Well, yeah, Normally spiders. spiders. It's always spiders. Iridescent spiders. Hmm. No pigment, just... Um, Do you know what? I think spiders would be a lot more popular if they were iridescent. Yeah, I think that's true. There are quite cool spiders. I wonder, isn't that that dancing spider? What's his name? The dancing spider, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeff or something. Yeah. Um, he's he's really pretty and iridescent and shiny. I think he? I know the ones you mean. The one that kind of does this little like, sideways scuttle with his arms up in the air. Yeah, like I've forgotten his name, but uh, yeah, he's cool. If all spiders were more like him, they'd be more popular, wouldn't they? If they spent less time, you know, punishing us for thinking bad thoughts about the orb. 
by you know sticking us in their webs dangling over the larger orb until we're dropped into it and burst mm. in front of a kind of chanting ecstatic crowd they spent less time doing that and more time doing funny little dances then uh, <laughs> yes. you know they'd be more popular you're right yeah what a world although, that'd be yeah although i'm i'm very pro the spiders i just want everybody to know that right right you pro spiders and also um the uh inevitable ai i'm, I'm uh, very much pro, very much pro the silicon god yes yes me too yeah yeah i just want to make that clear well david i think big fan yeah big fan of the um the soon to emerge super intelligent ai that will dominate humanity thenceforward um mm. and doing all we can to bring it about yes yeah yeah as as should everybody as you all should yes yes definitely um yeah well i think we've i think we've probably covered color any any closing thoughts on colors um i think we've probably got too many colors if anything what would you do what's your policy for when we've seized power and Mm. um what will your color on day one of our new regime yeah what will your diktat be regarding color then um i think all the Boring colours like olive green, right? And drab, drab. I should have said my favourite colour was drab. That's more. Yeah, you should. That's more hey, true. I mean, I what I was thinking was, I mean, you might disagree with this, but I was thinking I'd just enforce all colours just being shades of brown. Right. That would make things easier, wouldn't it? It would. Wasn't that brown. what the seventies was like? Anyway. Yeah, it was. Go back to the good old days. Yeah. That's why the 70s were so great, because everything was brown. Yeah, yeah. I love old 70s cookbooks where you flick through and everything is just a kind of sickly orangey brown. Those yeah, 70s cookbooks were great. Yeah. Um, Frankfurter sausages in aspic with grapefruit. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. We've been meaning for ages to do a like 70s themed dinner party and just make all the horrible looking things from 70s cookbooks. They're just awful, though, aren't they? Lunch and meat blancmange. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> With a line of strawberry slices glued on the side. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Do you know what, though? Mm. I love I love a prawn cocktail. I love it. Yeah, that's one of those things that, that occasionally comes back into fashion for a bit, isn't it? Yeah. It's because good, tasty food. It's because prawns transcend fashion. Right. Yes, yeah. they're above. Prawns are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Prawns and, and all the variations on prawn from lobster down to krill. You know, they're all pretty great, aren't they? What is a lobster if not a giant krill? Krill is to lobster as dwarf is to human. Ah. Oh, that makes sense. I can't, yeah. I can't say fictional no. prawns. No, I got that you've wrong. Mi- you've changed it up. No, I've, I've got it wrong. Sorry. Dw- Krill is to lobster as gnome is to human. Oh, fictional. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. Mm. Gnome. Do, do you have any gnomes? No. <laughs> I have gnomes. Do you have Wait, any oranges? Do you, do, you mean, do you mean by you have gnomes? Do you mean you have gnomes? Or do you mean you have gnomes? <laughs> No, <laughs> it's almost impossible to know. I mean, it is actually impossible to know whether anyone has any gnomes. Yes, yeah, it's it's uh, it's just a hole in in uh, the English language, isn't it? That's There's why no... you almost never see them because the uh, presence not, or otherwise real. of gnomes yeah. is impossible to to ascertain. Yeah, so no one perceives them. You see, that's why. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah, it's another color fact to finish our color episode. Is it? Yeah, the colour gnome. Right. Oh, that does yeah. make sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now you've explained. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yep. So, um, so we determined the best colour is brown. Yep. Well, it would be better if everything was brown. Yeah. Um, yeah, a brown sun hanging in the brown sky. <laughs> brown light filtering through, dappled through the, uh, the brown trees. Yeah. Sailing off across Over the... Over a beautiful brown lake. Across the brown dark sea, 
<laughs> yeah, brilliant. With a glass of brown wine. Yeah. Mmm. Some brown juice. Lovely brown, lovely brown. Golden brown. The orb will probably stay golden, right? I don't think. Well, well what I mean, is gold if not just a metallic brown? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just shiny yeah. brown, isn't it? Shiny yeah. brown. Yeah. What should we talk about next time? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, we could talk about, well, I don't know, folklore? Oh, folklore's good. Yeah, okay, let's talk about folklore. I don't know where Excellent. that came from, but it's a cracking idea. It is. Yeah. Because I came up with it. Not a cracking idea. The, the cracking is different um, from folklore. But uh, maybe we talk about the cracking another time. But um, it probably comes under squids, right? Kraken, do you think? Probably does. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm sure we could get it into folklore. There's probably folklore about the Kraken. I mean, there definitely is, right? Yeah. Okay. So, mm. yeah. So, folklore, including or not including Kraken. Excellent. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, another enlightening session today, Joel. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, um, it's been wonderful. I'm much wiser. Than I was. I've learned several new colours. Yeah. Brown. Brown. Dark Didn't brown. Didn't know about brown before that. Yeah, yeah. Brown That's too. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> two. Ultra brown. Is yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, infra brown. Uh, there's forbidden brown. <laughs> yes, there is. Um, I think that's it. Is that all the browns? I think oh, and is, taupe. Yeah. Taupe. Oh, taupe. Taupe, of course, taupe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Right. Hooray. Bye, Dave. Bye, Joel. <laughs> <laughs>